0: Welcome to No Red Pen, the podcast that helps you make the most of educational technology in your classroom. I'm your host, Tom Mullaney, and this week, EdTech Battle. It's Edpuzzle versus Screencastify. I'll tell you all about the new updates to both of these that has them competing with each other and compare and contrast for your use in the classroom. Let's go. So there's a TV show that you may have heard of, it's called The Sopranos and it recently had a prequel come out called The Many Saints of Newark and I recently finished a rewatch of the entire series, all 86 episodes, and the last couple seasons really focus on a bit of a turf war between the, the main character, the protagonist, and his New Jersey crime family And one of the crime families from New York City, and they fought over turf and competing interests and whatnot. Well, a much less violent and more real version of that is a battle between two of my very favorite EdTech tools Edpuzzle and Screencastify. So, Edpuzzle has won an award the award for the absolute worst name for an EdTech tool because Edpuzzle sounds like it's a puzzle generator. No, it's a website that allows you to add questions to youtube videos and google drive videos and whatnot and we'll get into screencasting videos in a minute but that's what it does screencastify is kind of what it says it is it's a screencasting tool it's a google chrome extension that allows you to screencast i've used both of these tools i use screencastify a ton in my classroom Uh, edpuzzle in my edtech coaching practice as far as exposing teachers to it And what's happened is Edpuzzle is for adding questions to videos. Screencastify is for making screencast videos. And guess what? In this school year, in September 2021, the two are going into each other's turf. You can now screencast with Edpuzzle and you can add questions to videos with Screencastify. And there's other updates, but that's the, the big gist of it. So let's start with Screencastify with what the updates are, and what this means for you as teachers, I will actually start with Screencastify because I sense that more teachers use it. I love them both and I think as a teacher, if I was in the classroom today, I'd be using both extensively. Um, But I sense that more use Screencastify, although Edpuzzle is very popular as well. All right, so let's talk about Screencastify. So it's this Chrome extension and when you record a video with it, what happens is you hit stop You get a new screen, it's a video kind of editor screen, and in the upper right, what would happen is you'd get a, hey, here's your Google Drive sharing link. And then once you copy that, you click the blue button, copy the link, and now you can share that Google Drive link with anybody. Well, what's happened is that that button has gone all the way to the bottom of that screencastify editor screen so the Google Drive button the YouTube button and even the share more button that includes Google classroom and you guessed it Edpuzzle those have gone to the bottom right what's there instead is a link a copy share link not to Google Drive but to what screencastify calls the screencastify watch page and when you go there it's a it's a screencastify page It can be shared with anyone just like that Google Drive video. The video still stays to Google Drive, so don't worry about that. It's still there, but now it's a Screencastify page. The big two changes are that you can track viewers. There's a Viewers button on the Editor page, and what you can do is you can force students to sign in with their Google account to access that Screencastify watch page. That means you get a list of who all watched the video. That is really nice. I know teachers want something like that. So that is something that you can do now. You can also add interactive questions. Now, the thing about interactive questions is is that they are not super, there's not a lot you can do. You can have multiple choice questions. And there's not even a rich text editor or adding images like you can with Edpuzzle. And you can set the right or wrong answers. You don't get any answer feedback. Um, so you as a teacher see how the student did and, and how they scored and how your class scored. But those options aren't you know are very robust. There's no short answer questions. There's no notes like in Edpuzzle. And again, there's no feedback and also no multimedia. You can't add images and things like that. So it's very, very basic. Their question, Q&A is kind of basic. In Edpuzzle, they've already had multiple choice with feedback, with rich text editor, with images. They've had notes with all of that, and they've had short answer with all of that. Edpuzzle, one of their big changes, is that now you can can allow students to add audio to their short answer questions in Edpuzzle. So think about that. You know, you have a student with motor needs, typing is a little rough. Well, guess what? You just click that, allow students to add audio for answers, and they can record their answers. That is really, really nice. One last thing I want to mention is that on that Screencastify watch page, the student can pop out the video and then play, play the video over other tabs, including their Google Docs, slides, whatever they're working on, so they can actually play your feedback while they're in the Google Workspace app that you're giving them feedback on. That is really nice. So that's something to uh, keep in mind. That is the big sum up of the uh, screencastify that you now can add questions right to your uh, screencastify videos they're only multiple choice and they're only right and wrong and and whatnot no no more than that Um, and you have that watch page which allows you as the teacher to see who exactly completed and watched the video so that's really nice now let's talk about edpuzzle so the big changes with edpuzzle are actually coming through its extension So Edpuzzle, whether you knew it or not, has had a Chrome extension for a long time. And for the longest time, all it did was, when you watched a YouTube video, it would put a little button below the YouTube video that said, Edit in Edpuzzle. And if you click that, it opened that YouTube video right in the Edpuzzle editor. That's still there. That feature is still there. But the functionality has dramatically increased. Now the Edpuzzle extension is a screen recorder. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? And I I hate to to tell you what's not there because that's kind of how teachers will judge these tools. And I'm not going to crown a winner or a loser in this. They are definitely battling. They're definitely encroaching on each other's territory. But I really think it's a use case thing, right? If I need to get questions into a video right away, I'm going to do it with Edpuzzle, but if I want to share a video with a larger audience, I'm going to do that with Screencastify, right? Because I can download the video, I can download the audio of the video, I can make an animated GIF, I can put it right on YouTube, I can do all of those things, and you can't do that with Edpuzzle. So with Edpuzzle, you get a screen recorder, and the screen recorder tools, much like Screencastify's question tools, aren't robust. Edpuzzle's uh, screen recorder is not robust, meaning there's no drawing tools. It doesn't save the file into Google Drive or into anything like that. So you can't really use the video outside of Edpuzzle. So that's something you'll want to think about. My biggest issue with the screen recorder in Edpuzzle is there's no three-second countdown. And I think in Screencastify you can make that up to five seconds. I just use the three. That 3 second countdown is so helpful in screencastify. It's such a useful feature and I wish Edpuzzle had it uh, too. So, and also with Edpuzzle, you don't get an immediate share link. So if I'm using Ed, you know, if I'm giving students feedback on their work, I'm not going to use Edpuzzle screen screen recorder. Now, with the Edpuzzle screen recorder, it is nice you can use your webcam and both Screencastify and Edpuzzle have you can move your move and resize the webcam, which is really nice. The other thing about Edpuzzle is if I'm leaving a district, I want to keep a lot of my videos and I can do that with Screencastify. I did that with Screencastify. So much of what I made on Screencastify lives on YouTube today. If I just make it an Edpuzzle with my district account, I won't be able to get that content uh, once I leave that district. So that's something for you to think about. Now remember, Edpuzzle's questioning tools are fantastic. Multiple choice, short answer, and your ability to add notes and then the students' ability to add audio to their answers, if you so choose. Very, very nice. Now, if you want more information on these two products and their changes, I'm going to suggest for Edpuzzle, I'll link this in the show notes, Sethi DeClerc of Flip Classroom Tutorials, his YouTube channel is great, and he has a great video on Edpuzzle. And Eric Kurtz, the amazing Eric Kurtz of Control-Alt-Achieve, he has a great video about all the Screencastify updates. Overall, I think this is just a win for teachers. You can do more with each tool, which is really all you want. As a teacher, I would definitely use both. No no reason to not use one uh, in favor of the other because of these updates. So just keep that in mind. Well, that's all for this week. Screencastify versus Edpuzzle. Edpuzzle versus Screencastify. What are you using and why. Hit me up on Twitter at Tom E. Mullaney. Additionally, if you want to bring me to your school for some PD or maybe some virtual PD, given our time, go to tommullaney.com consulting. One other ask I'll ask is if you could rate the show in the Apple store, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. Have a great week and stay safe.